This is a Fubar Radio podcast. For more information, go to fubarradio.com. Callum McSwiggan on Fubar Radio. Hello and welcome back to the Callum McSwiggan Show. That was a little bit of Demons by Hayley Kyoko there. Today, I'm joined in the studio by the absolutely stunning, the gorgeous, it's Topher Taylor. Hello, Callum. How are you? I'm really good. It's a pleasure to have you here. And I want to get straight in and I want to jump right <laughs> in at the deep end yeah. and talk about you and everything you do. So you're a sex educator. Yeah, so I kind of... Not so much I go to do lessons, I use social media, I submit articles for lots of magazines, I do videos, and I have my own website, and I just kind of talk to people about intimate parts of their bodies. I think, I think... issues uh, surrounding them. No, no, it's all good. good. Yeah, I think, I I think it's a really, really important thing, and I don't think there's actually that many people doing it. No, Um, and I think a lot of it, a lot of it is public, and my routine is quite discreet. So I'm very much contact me privately and we can discuss it privately. Like, so I'm not going to say, like, send me your problems and I'll go through and choose the best ones to write about. I'm just like, send me a question and I'll reply to you private, like on my email. Or, That's yeah. it's I mean, it's amazing that you do that. And I, I, honestly, I can't fathom how you have the, the time to do that, because I, I imagine you must get quite a lot of these messages coming through. Yeah, yeah you do. I mean, I work full time as well. So I am brand manager for a chain of sex shops called Clone Zone. So that's my 10 to 6 or 9 to 5, whatever you call it. And it's, yeah. it's not really. I'm working like 10, like 12 hours a day. But yeah, I just enjoy it. Like it's my it's my genuine passion. So it's to me, it's not a job. I love that. I get that. paid to talk about dick. I love that. Well, me good. too. <laughs> <laughs> We're both in that boat, which is great. <laughs> I like this boat. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to talk about um, your background and how you kind of... Yeah ended up doing this so i know you started out working in uh, not clone zone itself but no. a different sex sex shop yeah i was just like 18 and i thought um well i started out in five star hotels as a bellboy like just oh, okay like i was like little young kid and i was yeah. like i need to do like all my friends were doing really well like loads of my friends got popular and famous my friend group and i'm like what have i got because they're all doing really well and i'm like what is my subject and it's always sex and like right how can i utilize that mm. and I, did, I wasn't like university educated i didn't even get through school properly so i was like i'm gonna have to blag it so i thought i'll start in sex shops see mm. how i do so i went to a straight sex shop in soho oh okay and a straight sex shop yeah. in soho loved no but i loved it because <laughs> you, you get all like the freaks of soho and like, i say freaks in the good way in a loving way yeah, yeah i absolutely. love it like you get like you know the the, the crazy street walkers you know the homeless and i quite got friendships with them and i became friends with like the dominatrixes mm. you know the escorts and that's kind of how my career began and i just sort of i got progressed really fast there because i did well mm. and we used to kind of like monitor each other on who was making the most sales oh okay and obviously you make the most sales if you have the best communication with people so people come in i'd be like this young kid like hi and they were, like i think like, people just felt sorry for me did, I, yeah so i did well and i got promoted and blah 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 did you find it all a little bit um intimidating to begin with because you were so young I was quite um, brave. Yeah. Much more brave than I am now. So I would kind of walk into rooms, like put my hand up, say, hi, I'm Topher. Like, look everyone dead in the eye. Like, now I'm a bit more awkward. But okay. I was brave. I, I, I was genuinely interested in the subject. And I was drawn to the underworld. So, like, when I'd see the more sketchy people come into the store, I'd be like, yes, this is my moment. I loved it. I just wanted to learn. I love that. And you know, that's the best way. Like, I was on the front line. You know, I was talking to people about, like, people come up to the till point and they'd be like, my dick doesn't work. And like you can kind of giggle about it, but you can think actually this is causing this person a lot of distress. Yeah, yeah. like it's like, psychological. Yeah, it's very damaging. So it's kind of like what can I do to guide them? And that's kind of how it all began. And 
Where, where do you think there are, because, because, I mean, I, even talking about myself, you know, I, I present this show where we talk about sex every week. Yeah. I've, I've made sex education videos online. I always talk Amazing. very I openly love what you and do, honestly. Thank you so yeah. much. Um, but despite the fact that I do all of this, even when I walk into a sex shop, I still feel that moment of like yeah. nervousness. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't know why. It, it's, it's strange. It's because I think we're all quite like, we're almost like conditioned to be a little bit embarrassed about sex. Yeah. And even though you can be really open in your own life, to go out freely and say like, I enjoy sex or I am a slut, you know, whatever slut means. Like yeah. there's still that level of shame. I mean, even me, like I'm quite, I talk very openly about my experiences and I get paid to talk about them. But even I at moments, like even my mum, like she's not going to listen to the show. Sure, yeah. Yeah, like she, I, I have my little goes. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that because mum might hear it. Like you do get those moments. Like with me, sometimes if I go into a store, where people probably don't know who I am, like outside of London, I still get it. Like, it's it's interesting. Like, oh, I wonder isn't it? what they think I'm here for. Because like, <laughs> I know these products. Like, I, <laughs> you kind of want to go up to the tail point, but by the way, I, I'm not a normal customer. Like, but yeah, no, I, I get it. It's the, the shame. That's factor, still associated it? there. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting to hear that even you have that little nervousness yeah, when you go into somebody else's store and you're out of your kind Absolutely. of comfort zone. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I, probably everybody in, in the world feels that way at, at some point in yeah. their life. One thing I do love, though, is when you go to a sex shop kind of like in the middle of nowhere. Like I remember not so much this is in the middle of nowhere. Uxbridge is a very popular place. But there's this little back alley sex shop in Uxbridge, like West London near Heathrow. And I love it because I love a little independently run sex shop you know rickety floors yeah i love that like that's because that's where my career began yeah so i get a sense of like home from that so when i go into those shops i'm like oh yes look the ceiling tiles coming down this is great (laughs) (laughs) i probably appreciate them for the wrong reason that's that's so lovely though um was it like a steep learning curve to go into a job like that because i feel Mm -hmm. like there are so many every time i've gone into a sex sex shop whether it's for myself or with a friend whatever question i've asked the person on the counter they've known the answer yeah and it can be really specific questions Mm -hmm. about really specific things and there is there's so much on offer that like there's too much on offer i can't fathom like like I've been doing this for years now and even I go in a sex shop and I'm like I don't know what that's for I don't know what that's for I've no idea what that yeah. is like it's so much to learn like yeah. how do you how do you get all that information I mean I work luckily I'm quite because of my writing and stuff I we have an industry magazine which is called ETO which stands for erotic trade only so it's an industry magazine so if you mm-hmm. work in the adult toy industry or in any position like whether you're in a store a distributor a manufacturer you know whether you're a company which promotes a PR company we get like an industry we get industry press so i'm always learning about new products and this, i love it and i write for one of them i write for that one mm. so i'm always getting the press releases and stuff so i'm clued up luckily but i, I prefer it when someone asks me a question and i have to do a little bit of investigating yeah because it gets a bit boring kind of going like all right try this you know use this spray or you know maybe use a cock ring but when someone says something you're like oh hang on i don't actually 100 percent know the answer to that i might know something which may help but give me five minutes. <laughs> I like that. So yeah, it's yeah. like you, you, you're always learning. Or, or the hope is that, you know, somebody yeah. might come in and teach you something new. Love it. I, lo- I mean, the best conversations I have in my job are with the dominatrixes. Yeah. The fe- I have a special soft spot for the females. So, so tell, t- tell me about, the, uh, you know, having a dominatrix coming into the store. What kind of conversations would you be having? I just love it when they come in, like, especially what this, I mean, I haven't worked in the retail store for a long time. And I do miss it. But like, I used to love it when they come in, they've got this like big pathetic man on a chain. And they're like, we want to destroy his ass. Wow. What's the biggest toy you do? And like, and I'm thinking, 
that I'm sure that sounds great in terms of dominating someone, but let's check he can actually use that toy without harming him. <laughs> yeah, so that's important. you kind of have important. to slide yeah, yeah, that yeah. in there without trying to like break the dynamic of their relationship. But yeah, like I love that. I love. Um, I guess when they come in, they want they want a very specific type of bondage equipment, or maybe yeah. some sort of bondage outfit, or some sort of strap, and you're like. We don't actually do that, but give me a minute. I'll find someone who does. <laughs> I love that. So, yeah, so you much. kind of go through this rolodex of like filth, and it's yeah. And then, at what point did you kind of go from you know working in these stores and decide that you know you wanted to do something a little bit more and go into writing and build your website and all the rest of that? Yeah, I mean, I wasn't so much like an ambitious kid, if that makes sense. Yeah. I really just thought I need to get some sort of job going in a topic that I'm good at, and it wasn't only it wasn't until I started. I got progressed. So I moved to Clone Zone when I was 19 or 20. I can't remember. And I got progressed quite fast. So I started in the store and the head office kind of clocked me. I'm like, he's good. So they put me in charge of customer service for the website. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of when it began for me because I was on the phone to like gay guys all day, every day. And especially older gentlemen. So that was where I got most of my knowledge from, talking to older guys. You know, guys who I have a particular soft spot for the older guys who are still in the closet. Yeah. And they're calling us and they're like, you know, I'm so jealous of your generation. Like you just have this free access to sex and they've had these issues they've lived with their whole lives. And I think that's what's inspired me to start writing things down. So when I write my guides, like I've written a guide, like a really intensive guide for beginners to anal. And the reason I wrote it is because I thought I didn't have that. And these guys certainly didn't have it. And when I'm on like, I'm not on any dating apps anymore, but when I was, I used to get messages from like young guys, like 18, 19, like, how can I have anal? Like, I've seen your work and I want to be like you. And I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. like, I'm, I'm experienced. You don't want to be just jumping into this. So I wrote this intensive guide and I tried to cover all areas. Like I cover why you're doing it. You know, is it consensual really? Like, are you sure you want to be engaging in like anal? Because mm-hmm. as we know, it's not just jump in the back and have sex. Yeah, it's no. like a physically intrusive, you know, thing and you need to prepare for it. And it has to be done smart because if it's not, then you can actually harm yourself. So that's when I got my confidence from customers. I, th- I think it's really lovely to kind of hear that you have this almost emotional way of looking at these things, and not Too you don't you don't you don't yeah. look at it in a very clinical way because I think you yeah. know that 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 is a problem that we have whenever we tend to have conversations around sex education it can feel extremely clinical whether that's sex education being taught in schools or like one of these you know awareness campaigns that we see being run so much of the time not all the time so much of the time they are super super clinical and i feel like it needs that heart it needs that connection it needs you need somebody to talk to you like you're a human being and to understand you know what you might be worried about what you might be stressed about etc yeah, it's because it's learned isn't it because I, I kind of look back in retrospect i'm like gosh i wish i knew that like i wish i kind of had you know a little bit of gut because we know like the base like i mean when you do a little quick google you know the basics to anal like well most people's anal you know you douche you put lube on you get penetrated but we know there's you know, it's multifaceted like yeah are you sure like especially your first time like are you doing this for the right reasons like is this person pushing you into it because it might not feel like it but like have a think about that in my guide i cover that mm. i'm like, I talk a lot about consent i um, feel like it, it it must be really helpful for you as well to kind of have all this anecdotal evidence of all of these people that you've mm. met and worked with over the years I'm, I'm lucky like i feel like i kind of had the golden ticket because i had like it's like being on the front line yeah. you know i write because i've heard inquiries from customers for decades yeah it's like help me and i'm like all right i'll try <laughs> no pressure but that's that's where mine comes from yeah when, when you've heard where everyone what everyone's curious about you know what to address yeah yeah 
It's 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 amazing what you're doing. Um, Thank you. And it's it's a pleasure to have you here on the show today. Thank you for um, having me. It's my first time on radio. It's your first time. Yeah, We're so taking your radio virginity. Yeah. Very excited about um, that. <laughs> it's been a while. It's we'll ease a... you in slow. <laughs> we'll ease you in slow. Um, we are going to play some games and some things very shortly. Cool. But before we do that, let's have a little bit of music. This is a bit of Kim Petras, Queen Petras. Oh, Wrong cute. turn. We love her. Are you ready to play a game? <laughs> yes. Um, so so uh, our lovely producers have just come in and they've provided us with some tinfoil, some Play-Doh and some blindfolds. It looks like is, a breast implant. It does look like a breast implant. And it's kind of sexy. This Play-Doh in front of us as well has actually been like... Ma- uh, the, the lovely producer, Abby, actually sat at home and created this for us. Oh, like she nice. made it from scratch. That's her dedication to the Callum McSwiggin show. Oh, <laughs> it feels like a tear. <laughs> um, so we're going to play. We're going to play a game. It's a yes. brand new game. Yeah, and yeah. we're doing it in three rounds. Okay. So for the first round, each of us have an envelope in front of us. Yeah. You almost threw that on the floor. Yeah. You're getting too excited. Calm down, Tofa. It's a tit. It's a tit. (laughs) I like tits. (laughs) Um, So in each of our envelopes, we have apparently a picture of a sex toy. Okay. Um, And then we're going to put the blindfolds on and try and make it for the other person to guess what it is. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I'm making it for you you're making it in, for me yes okay yeah okay oh, and we've got a timer we're going to take it in turns and i think i'm going to throw you under the bus and make you go first okay because I'm, I'm i'm in charge i can i can make you go first okay <laughs> so i have to look at it can i look at it now um yes uh, I'm, so I'm, yeah I'm open anxious. it look at it don't let me see it and then when you're ready i'm oh, gonna oh fuck's sake excuse my language <laughs> is it really difficult it's, it, like yeah it's tricky good Oh god, okay. So put your blindfold on. Okay. You you look very attractive with the blindfold on. I have them on all the time. Okay, hands Thank off you. the play doh. I didn't okay. say start. Cheating. Oh, I just want to touch Naughty. the tip. Naughty. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna start the counter and that gives you one minute. Okay, okay. you ready? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Okay, so, so. <laughs> okay right. Oh god. Right, I wanna make this perfect. So much pressure. Okay, walk me through what you're doing okay. without giving it away though okay, so I'm moulding a shape which rests at the base of this product and I actually really like these products so there's quite a lot of pressure on myself and the company that I work for so you're telling me that this is something that you have used yeah 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 it's uh, oh, I can't even say it can't, damn it no don't give it away I was about to go to work mode and tell you exactly what I was doing but you're halfway through your time and you've done like nothing I, you've made like one little ball there's okay. a ring happening okay, I wait, like the wait, ring wait 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 wait, wait. Oh god, I really want to get this right. I'm I'm like I, I've no idea what you're making, but I'm impressed so far. Yeah. You've got fifteen seconds left. When you see the oh. You've got ten seconds left and <laughs> you haven't got a great deal in front of oh, you, no. I'm gonna be honest. Five, three, two, one. Hands down, hands okay. away, okay. stop. Okay, you may take off your blindfold. Alright. Um so it's <laughs> it's kinda like It's actually quite accurate. It's it looks like two rings mm-hmm. with like a, a tube attached to it. Can you hold it up? Is that gonna? It, I, it's too soft. Oh, is that part of it? Yeah, it's kind of. It's all connected. Uh, look, if you look over the top, it's all connected. Well, I feel like there's there's this big bulbous thing at the end, which I feel like might be a, some kind of pump. It looks like some kind of pump, but okay. then I don't understand how the pump 
connects to <laughs> the two what look like two little cock rings yeah. attached to each other. Um, mm. Maybe it's like... Uh, Think about what cock rings could attach to. Yeah, is it like a vibrating... Is that a, like a vibrating ball thing that then makes the cock rings vibrate? No, think a little bit further back. Further back? Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, so it's like that's to be inserted. So this is like a prostate massager that's attached to... It's not a prostate massager, but it's something else. Like a, I think oh, it's a butt show. plug and a, and, a, and a cock ring. Yes. Together? Yes. That, I didn't know that existed. Yeah. So those yeah, two yeah. things they're, they're one connected. of my favourite toys. Yeah. No way. I, I work with a company called Nexus. They make a really good one called Simulate. Uh, it literally makes you come like a pig. Like, but <laughs> <laughs> so gracefully, so gracefully. That's true. Though. Um, can you hold up your picture for me now? I'm really, yeah. really intrigued. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, I understand. I get it. You and see? actually, now that I can see what it actually looks like, yeah, your little Play-Doh recreation there is Thank actually you. pretty good. I really want to hold it up for the camera, but I don't want to break my masterpiece. I think so it's going to fall it. apart. It's going to fall. <laughs> it's going to fall to bits if you try. <laughs> um, we're going to take some photos after as well, so don't, yes. do not ruin it. Because I destroyed the tit to make art. <laughs> um, I think it's my turn now. Okay. Um, so I get to look at my picture first. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to do that now. Oh, I'm really, I'm really nervous. It's going to be something really difficult. I know. I was shocked by this. I was a bit. Oh wow. Well, okay. I yeah. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Okay. Yeah. I know what I'm doing. Right. Let me get my blindfold on. I'm gonna take my headphones off for this. Okay. Tell me when to start the timer. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm struggling. I'm there struggling. There you go. Okay, Topher. Right, I am ready. Start the timer. Start the timer now. Go. Go. Okay. Okay, he's he's breaking up the tip. It feels so moist. It's such a nice colour, like that it. breast. All right. Um, okay, okay, this I'm just gonna I am it's gonna give ball. you like a tiny bit of a clue here. This is something that I have never um, used. Okay. But I've used similar things to this. That's that's hard telling me that because everyone I know has used so many sex toys. It's hard for me to have perspective. <laughs> I'm damaged. <laughs> this like oh no, I feel like I'm already ruining this. Okay, it looks a bit like you're making a vulva. Okay, well, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna yeah, confirm okay. or deny just, whether or not I'm making a nice. It looks like a blue waffle. But maybe I need to add a little bit. Don't Google gonna, blue waffle. Get, get a bit more play-doh. Okay. And just like make it a bit more, and then here. Okay. <laughs> For anyone listening to this, I'm gonna be. He's, <laughs> to he's fingering the revolver. I am, but I need to kind of go like that. <laughs> uh, okay, I, th- I I think. That's good I'm finger actually, work. I think I'm done. Okay, okay I'm done. Okay, I'm, I'm taking off my blindfold. Okay. Wow, that's just a, that's just a ball with a hole in it, isn't it? Can I see it from above? You, you may. That's just a ball with a hole in it. Okay, I have a feeling I might know what it is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Tell tell me. Is tell it me like you... a handheld vaginal vagin- vaginal masturbator? So, well, yeah. Essentially. Okay, like a sleeve. Um, yeah, I would. I'm going to give you that because I don't know what this is called. It's kind of like a flashlight. But yeah, it's, it's like, like a... it's one of those cheap, cheap repli- like replications of flashlights. Yeah, but it's yeah. like a. It's, but it, it seems like quite shallow. Like there's not a lot of they de- stretch depth to when it. you put your dick oh. into it. It like elongates with you and it has all the suction and stuff. Well, even though, yeah. like. Nice this blue vagina. This is just a blue ball with a hole in it. The fact that you've got it right. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the shape. It's, yeah, I'm obsessed with vaginas. I think they're beautiful. Oh, that's so lovely. No, I do. I, that's why, because I was Googling them yesterday. I was talking to my colleagues about vaginas, and they were like, can you stop? I was like, no. 
It's never going to stop. <laughs> did this look more like a vulva before I kind of put my fist in it, by the way? Or did it Every never look like is a different. vulva? Okay, so yeah, I'll I'll someone's vulva that. looks like that. I think mine probably would. Okay, I'm going to show my picture to the camera for our lovely people on Twitter or wherever they're watching this. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> right, okay, round two. Okay. I think we did uh, pretty well. I think yeah. you did better than I did. But we've, we've both got the right answers. Yes. So that's what matters. Okay. Um, okay, so for the next one, you're going to go first again. Do I have to blindfold myself? Yes. Yep. Um, and this time, out of the tin foil, okay. you are going to create something that people may use, a household object that people may use as a sex toy. You Which don't I, don't, I don't recommend anyone do. Does I that, don't either, because sex toys are made specifically yeah. in, a, in a certain way to be safe to use. Things have bases and like tapered ends for a reason. Exactly, which is very important. <laughs> um, when I was younger, I foolishly did use certain household objects. But we'll talk about more about that. Yeah, please do. I'm shortly. Oh, you can't um, leave me. Ha okay. <laughs> um, so you understand your task? Yes. Okay. Can I use both sheets or do I just have to You use can use both sheets of the foil. Being spoiled. Okay, okay cool. you have a minute okay. starting now. Oh, can I use my eyes? Yeah, of course. No, you can't use your eyes. That's cheating. Oh, okay. C cover them. All right, cool. Jesus, Topher. Right, okay, go. go. Okay. It's going to look like a mound at first, but it will make sense. Okay. I hope it does. You've just balled up all the tin foil. Yes, because I'm making a very specific shape. Okay. Um, now it's not going to fucking do it, is it? All right, hang oh, on. It's, it's a pear. No. <laughs> think of that kind of shape, but mm. think of like households. Okay. So you need this in your house. Oh, right, so I need this. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, can't live without it. Yeah, you would you would walk into things all the time if this wasn't inserted into that hole. Wait, what? It's something um, that gets inserted into a hole. Something that gets inserted into a hole. Yeah, and which I would... is pretty much ninety nine percent of my career. <laughs> summed up. <laughs> and I would walk into things without it. Yeah. So this this um, yeah this this is an illuminating toy. Okay, interesting. Okay. I'm actually done, I think. You're done? Okay, yeah. well, uh, you you have to wait till the end of the timer, I'm okay. afraid, because I don't know how to stop it. I'll just it. perfect my art. <laughs> Not okay, three, two, one. Okay. Boom. I know what it is. I know okay. what it is. You've actually done a really good job. It's a light bulb. Yes. It, and you've done the little screw top and everything at yeah. the end. So, I have a story about this. Oh God! And this, I don't know if this is bollocks or not. But okay. My, my ex-partner from 107 years ago. Yeah. His sister worked in A and E. Okay. And she said there was uh, so many people using light bulbs up their asses and them exploding that they actually developed a particular type of glue to withdraw, withdraw them. Now I don't know if that's true or not, and I purposely have never researched it because if I find out it's not true, it'll break my heart. What I don't understand about that <laughs> is if I'm at home and I'm like. I don't have any sex toys to hand and I desperately want to stick something inside myself. Yeah. For me, the last thing I would ever go for is a light bulb because it's made of glass. Yeah, I mean, people aren't the brightest at times, are they? The brightest. Literally. See what you did there. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't... I, I, I cannot fathom putting a light bulb inside myself. Well, apparently there is a... I, I don't want to Google it because I don't want to know if it's a lie. I just choose to believe there is a certain type of glue for this reason. And mm. I choose to believe that. I would like to believe that that's true as well. Yeah. And I'm not going to Google it because I think if it's Thank not true, you. it's going to ruin it. And anyone who Googles it for me, I will just block them immediately. Yeah, we don't, we don't want to know if that's true. Ignorance We're, is bliss. Yeah, ignorance is bliss. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's my turn. Okay. Uh, I'm so excited wait, where's my, I've lost my blindfold. Here it is. Okay. These are re very lovely blindfolds, by the way. Yeah. I've got a lovely purple one. I've got a nice blue. Oh, I have to take my headphones off. Okay. I quite like my light bulb. 
It's, you did really well. All those art classes paid off. Really, really well. Right, okay. <laughs> you know which button you're pressing, Topher? Yes. Don't press the wrong one or the show ends. It just immediately takes us off the okay. air if you push the wrong button. Are Don't you ready? Do, do you know what your foil is? Yeah, okay, right. I'm ready. Three, two, one, go. Okay. Right, I need to be clever about this. Okay. Okay, so I'm using one piece of foil. Okay, it's a lo- it looks like a tentacle. Okay, bear in mind, like, I don't have enough foil. Just, okay. Th- I'm just going to tell you that. Okay. Because I, need, I feel like I need more in order to create what I want to create. Okay. How long left do I have, Toe, from panicking? Um, I can't see. Where's it playing? Oh, no, you can't see. I don't see. know. Okay, fine. Um, I'm going to guess and we're about halfway through. Okay. So this, uh, is like, this is like an ashtray. Okay, no, it's not. It's not. Okay, then that there. Oh, okay. Is this something you use to style I your... have finished. I'm going to take the blindfold off because I've finished. Okay. I don't know if the time's up. Oh, it's... I have ten seconds left. Well, I'm done. Okay. I'm done. It's a spoon. Um, wait, wait the, t- the time is still going. Okay, yeah. timer is done. Three, two, one. You think it's a spoon? A spoon or a hairbrush with the ha- hair pull out, pulled out? Well... Um, remember how much foil I had? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I didn't, I didn't have as much foil as I hoped. That's a really good spoon. If it's not a spoon, it's not a spoon. What is it? It's, it's, it's not a spoon. I needed more. I, it's not completed because I didn't have enough foil. It, it looks like you, a spoon. you actually almost hit the right answer a second ago. Hairbrush. Yeah, but it's not. It's not. A hairbrush, it's like, uh, you know those long brushes you use to like oh, scrub your back? Uh, those back thing, it has the bobbles on one side and the, and the scrubber on the other side. Yeah, yeah. Okay, a back it's, scrubber. Yeah, a yeah, back scrubber. Okay. And they have, yeah, those balls are nice to sit on. And well, it's, I used this end, like it was one of the first things I ever inserted into myself. Oh my gosh. When I was curious about like, because really? everyone was like, oh, gays have anal. I'm like, do we? Okay, right, well. Put, better put this in. Better, better, you better put something in there and see. <laughs> um, didn't enjoy the experience. I'm not going to lie. It wasn't loofah. very fun. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Okay. It fell apart. It fell didn't, apart. Didn't mean to. Luckily, it didn't fall apart inside of you. No. Uh, so, I, I, I think I lose that one. Cause you <laughs> didn't quite get it. Um, it does look like a really good spoon, though. You should have just said spoon. I should have lied and said yeah. it was a spoon, shouldn't I? Yeah. Should have lied. Um, but we touched upon it briefly, but I mm-hmm. do think it's actually really important for us to talk about this. Um, and it's, again, why sex toys are designed the way that they are designed. Yeah, um, so... Thing, yeah, you go. You're things, the sex educator. Yeah, well, it's like things are tapered for, like, for example, butt plugs. They, they pop in, mm-hmm. they come out in a triangular shape, then they dip in, and that's where it inserts. And they have the base so you don't swallow them. Because your your anus will try and swallow something. Yeah, absolutely. And it does happen all the time. Like A and E is full of it. People putting things, and then one of the most common things people put up their bums are Barbie dolls. Really? I don't know why people put. Bar- I mean, think of its hair. But you could like you could like spread the Barbie. Not that I'm, do not do this, but I'm just saying you could like spread the Barbie doll's legs, and that would create. At Some base. sort of tape, right? but, but then, then I guess they could easily fold back down, yeah. and then it's lost inside. If you get you. too excited and you move around too much, the legs yeah, pop in. Absolutely. Yeah, but it's just like to protect you because things do go up. Things get swallowed. They absolutely yeah. do. They yes. Absolutely do. It's been known. <laughs> Good work on educating the masses there. Okay, we have we have one last round. Okay. Um, we're going to do this at the same time. We're going to do this without blindfolds. All right. Um, we are going. What are we creating? I completely forgot what we're doing. Um, oh, we are going to create um, our perfect genitals in a perfect world. Now, I am going to put a caveat to this and say that mm. I don't actually have perfect genitals. I think, you know, anyone's 
private parts, whatever they look yeah, like. Yeah, I'm an old slag. Oh, like I don't that's, care. That's, I'm down for that. As long know? as you've got them, um, I'll use them. But let's cry and cry. Shall I do a timer? Shall I do a timer? Will I do a timer? No, we won't do a timer. Let's just, I just but okay. I want you to walk, walk me through what you're doing. And we okay. need, um, if you've decided to do male, mm -hmm. I want the penis and the balls. Yeah. If you've decided to do female, I'm going to do male because I love willies. I love a willy. We yeah. love a willy. Um, I'm, I've got a bit too there. much Play-Doh. Like, we don't need to get carried away with size here. So I'm yes. Gonna, I, yeah, that's, that's another thing I'd like to say. I don't... I don't believe in the whole size matters thing. Yeah, we're not we're not being size queens here today. You just need four <sighs> inches to have a prostate orgasm. So you're really um, systematic about the way that you're doing this. You're rolling up little balls together. I'm very passionate about and balls. And I'm just kind of like squeezing things in my hand and hoping it kind of looks... Do you know what schlop is? Do I want schlop. to know what schlop is? Do you know when someone's got nice droopy balls and they're fucking you in doggy position and they smack you underneath? Oh. Schlop. Welcome I to schlop. I love that. Schlop. With the manager of our Soho store, Rath, who's a superstar me and him have an obsession with the word schlop because he knows I love big balls I love that I think I love big balls too yeah. I think that's a that, I'm not that, a size queen a but I definitely am and a fan actually, of testicles now that we've said that I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna give this lovely gentleman here I'm trying to give um, mine mine's quite big my I'm we're not going for size over here on my side we're not Everyone I've slept with recently has big willies, though. So I genuinely think gay men have big penises. They did that study, but I'm not sure there was any, like, um, you know, I don't think that was yeah. statistically valid, that study. But, like, I don't know. Every, like, I'd say 99% of the people I've been with have had very large penises. And I don't understand why. I yeah, think it, it's a gay thing. I think my, my job scares, because of my, like, title or whatever, I think people who aren't well endowed might might be scared to approach me because I think they think I'll be expecting these monster dicks. Right, I, I okay. work with, In my job, I work with a lot of porn, porn actors. Yes. So I'm kind of used to seeing big dicks. I'm kind of desensitized. But I do think as well, like, like particularly, I think there are certain types of porn, like, a lot of twink porn and stuff now that yeah. nowadays you know it's not all about like size or anything like that and you're starting to see like a lot more guys who aren't particularly well endowed or anything like that and that's yeah and, the, and, and that's with the rise of the rise of only fans just for fans i yeah. find that so interesting yeah, yeah. it's 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 gone huge Good. and like so many people are able to become on, performers yeah. and that and things now so as long as they're making the coin i'm happy yeah for good them. for them loads Absolutely. of my friends like most of my friends are adult performers i just couldn't do it I'm far too intimate for that. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. Um, I'm not... See, I really wanted to create a foreskin, but I'm not very... Um, I really like this willy that I've made. I don't, can we I'm, bake it so I can keep it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm going to use a pen to do the little urethra. I did that too. Did you? Yeah, I used this pen. I'm putting veins into mine now. Okay, well, mine is quite ugly, but it's okay because we we... Mine's really ugly. That's not what I intended. But there we go. Mine's very vascular. So I need to see. I can't see yours. Oh, I can't. Can I move the screen? Yes, you can. Oh, I can. I can see. Oh wow. Okay. So you've you've gone for quite a sizey. Yeah, it's like a decent size. Yeah, it's like a meaty. It's like a. I don't know. I guess that's what like. It's just under seven inches. Yeah, and you've done a few veins in there, which is nice. We've got a nice head. Yours, is yours yours is circumcised yes you've gone for a circumcised yeah 
Interesting. Well, over here, I I tried to go for it. Like I I've done mine pointing up towards the sky. Yeah, and it's uncircumcised. It's uncircumcised. It's also quite ugly, which it's wasn't intentional. No, no Willie is ugly. It, exactly. It's beautiful in its own way. <laughs> um, it does look a little bit like a pig. I want to do a shot out of it. <laughs> it's got that nice little hair. Yeah, it's quite girthy. I'd say it's like almost. It's bordering on like a chode situation. Chody. Yeah, we yeah. do a sex toy called chode. Oh, you do? Yeah, it's like short and thick. I like that. I like that. And it's it was supposed to have droopy balls, but they kind of didn't work. Shloppers. Um, but this okay. has been delightful. Yeah, Isn't this it is, fun to yeah. play with Play-Doh while like, live on the radio? Last time I played with Play-Doh, I think I was seven. So it's a little bit of an upgrade. Yeah, like yeah. this is yeah, complete total upgrade. I'm going to put my vulva toy and my penis together. Yeah. And, and oh, I'm really not good at this, am I? Like I, over there, you've got some absolute masterpieces. And right here, yeah. we've, we've, we've got some things that can't really be described as I mean, I don't want to brag, but they are pretty amazing. The, yeah, you've done, you've done a great job. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's time for a bit of music. Uh, let's do a little bit of Hit the Back. Very, very relevant there. Uh, by <laughs> <Schlop>. King Princess. <laughs> I need you to search my clothes. Well, thank you for indulging me in that game, Topher. That You're was, more than welcome. That, that was, was the best moment of my whole life. That was a lot of highlight of your career. Highlight of mine. I highlight made an <laughs> organic Play-Doh butt plug. What me. more could you want? What like, more could you want? I'm just going to go outside now and end it all because I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's let's talk a little bit more about you and your work. Yes. Um, and let's talk a little bit more about your writing because I know yeah. you do we talked briefly about um, how you know you have your website and people write into you and yeah. you answer them privately you answer yeah, these I, kind of I questions I don't like to expose people unless they say to me like if there is a particularly interesting topic in the future I will be saying to people would you want me to talk about it mm. if not it's all good like I won't but if it's something I think can benefit people, absolutely. I'm not going to do something just for shock factor. Yeah, but if absolutely. someone sends me an inquiry and I'm like, you know what, that would actually be really beneficial for you know, this demographic. And, I'm just, and I kind of monitor who's on my website. So I'm like, obviously they're interested, so I'm going to write about that. So yeah. what, um, what, what kind of things do you write about? Um, there's obviously sex, sex tips, sex guides. I do sex toy reviews. I do sex toy testing. So, uh, but I, I don't submit negative reviews. Oh, okay, which interesting. I, I love pe- other people in my industry do, but if I use something, I don't enjoy it. You just say nothing. I say because it's just not my style. I don't want to be like it's just not. I like to be positive. Um, I write about my own experiences and stuff. I write about emotional stuff to me. Like I wrote when I launched my website, I wrote a piece about someone who kind of broke my heart a little bit earlier this year. Yeah, because people when when you do my job, especially when you're dating, people see you as this like you're just sex it's yeah, quite hard yeah. and I'm like no well, obviously that's a huge part of my identity but you know I'm a human being too and like I do have feelings and I thought if I was going to do a website where I'm so sexual and open I may as well be a little bit vulnerable too absolutely because I would like to be accessible as a human not just like you know this kind of sex god or whatever you want to call it absolutely I think I do think there can be a tendency within the sex industry however you fit into that it can yeah. be quite dehumanizing Definitely. Um, I think particularly for porn stars I've interviewed a few porn stars in the past yeah um, and there kind of has been this overarching theme of them feeling like people do see them as these emotionless creatures and they don't see yeah. them as real and they also find that people are too intimidated to ask them on a date or mm-hmm. want to have sex with them etc which i like i cannot part of me almost like understands why people that feel that way but they really shouldn't lots of my f- close friends are porn performers and i'm very protective of them and i see the way people talk to them and i see how people handle them and 
I especially see how businesses work with them. So like people will want them to wear clothes for them or represent their brand, but I'm like, well, where's the money? Yes, these boys yeah, have yeah. got bills to pay. Like these are sex workers. Absolutely, put some money in their pocket. Like every porn star I work with through Clone Zone, you know, they get rewarded. That's really. I important. just believe in that, and I, like cause I've worked with sex workers since I was 18. Yeah, so it's part of me. Like I wouldn't. I like pulling them into my work. Like they're they're entertaining. They're some of the most interesting people in the whole world. Absolutely, and they're humans. And like when I see, especially on Twitter, like so, especially some of my friends who do bisexual porn or sleep with like trans men who are pre-op, and some of the ignorance you see in the tweets, and I'm just like, that is absolutely disgusting. And I have to. It's that fine line between trying to be professional. And then also thinking like you're insulting my friend, I'm going to rip your fucking head off. Yes, you know so I mean? it's, so it's, it's, hard, yeah. it's hard to find that it's, that balance. Ignorance is not bliss. I'm not a fan of it. Not not surrounding sex workers. Like they've got it hard enough. Leave them be. Yeah. Let them make them put their money. And and how do you feel about um, kind of like the education that is? I know we touched upon it a little bit already, but the education that is already available. Because I think mm. I often talk about like sex education in schools as in it's not enough. But I'm often relaying that to my own experiences in school when I yeah. actually left school. 14 years ago. Yeah, well, still, I mean, like I said, I have still got 18 year olds sending me messages. Like, people don't, especially when you're like a, a gay person or a queer person on any you know, level, you're, mm. you're not really taught about what to expect. Yeah. And I know there's obviously been a lot of reaction to LGBT education on, on whatever level. But when it comes to sex, like, if you're a young gay boy, like, as, like, like I was, I didn't know what to expect. Like, I didn't know what. I was going out into and I had to learn and this is why people make bad decisions yeah this is why pe- young people end up in bad situations why people are uneducated because they don't know what they're doing and there's no like kind of role model or peer or like that's why I wanted a lot of people I've kind of had a lot of few snobby comments about my work because it's all entry level and I could go on for my experiences and go to like intensive guides to whatsoever but my heart is with the beginners absolutely you know because they need education and there are so many uh, and we, there is so much pressure on us especially as gay guys to be so sex- sexually experienced mm-hmm. and to be so awoken and the truth is a lot of us aren't like i get phone calls from guys of all ages being like i you know i've got this guy i've met on grinder or whatever he's coming over he wants to try this what is it and i'm like wait so you've agreed to do something without yeah, you don't even know what it and, is i mean it's scary yeah. i mean those situations 70% of the time can result in something absolutely fun and fabulous and like you've learned a new thing that you adore about your body but it could also result in you like really harming yourself or putting yourself in a situation which is dangerous or it worries me when there's like an imbalance like that that the the fact that that person is you know doesn't feel comfortable enough to say to that person I actually don't know what that is could you teach me could you show me it already shows that there's a power imbalance there and then I worry what would happen then if they've said we're doing this thing and you're like I don't I don't want to do that thing yeah and it it, is this whole kinds of consent issues the word the word that I write the most and it's not dick it's not asshole it's not it's communication yes I write communicate about 150 times a day it Uh, is the most important thing you have to be open and I think at some stage you have to own it and say you know what I don't really know what I'm doing so just and if, if you're in a situation with someone sexually who isn't understanding that you are a beginner don't be in that situation remove yourself from it yeah it's going to be uncomfortable it's probably going to make you cringe it's not something you're going to want to brag about but rather that than put yourself in a situation which could like be detrimental to your mental health can harm you physically you know can leave you scarred you know I just I just think communicate open your mouth like I'm a bit of a big mouth I've always been a bit vulgar and brash and it's easy for me to say so I try to impart that when I write yeah I'm like just find a window in there and if you can't find a window in there then don't be there 
because yeah. it's everything is rather wait a little bit longer and find someone you're compatible with than put yourself in a situation because you don't want to be lonely or you don't want to give up on this guy because he's really hot and then you have a shit experience so what was the point yeah you've wasted it absolutely wait, communicate do you think um like education in schools etc will ever be enough or do you think we'll always need an extra element like like the kind of thing that you're offering with, with the explosion of the internet i think the extra element is kind of needed yeah. i think brands should be doing more i know there are brands that do great work i know that Superdrug do a fantastic job i know that durex do a fantastic job but there's more i mean people have responsibilities supermarkets have responsibilities you know anywhere that a young person goes to buy condoms you can go you can go into the pound shop now and buy lube but you know, if 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 you can buy a sex toy for a pound and it's that accessible, where's the education that should come along? Don't with just it. stick that straight in yourself. You might hurt yourself. You yeah. know, it might get lost. Like those vibrators in the pound shop, for example, don't have bases. They're not tapered. That's like it's how is that legal? Like that. How is it legal that a product it's, like that is available? All it needs is a little disclaimer, a little guide, and people like don't want to put a picture of a vagina up on a shop shelf sure. in case it embarrasses someone or offends someone. But I'm like, well where where it has to meet in the middle somewhere yeah because you want people to be knowing what they're doing yeah because your genitals are fucking sensitive and that's a great thing most of the time but it can also hurt <laughs> absolutely absolutely um we, we've talked about your writing and your website so much but i don't think we've actually told people what wh- what it is or where they, they can uh, uh, okay. visit it um it's my name tofertaylor.co.uk tofertaylor.co.uk and if you can't spell that it's top her taylor <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that yeah that our story of my life hi to fifi <laughs> hi tofa <laughs> um we are gonna do our lovely listeners have sent us in some of their sex confessions questions about sex now oh, um, this, I know that. Awesome. this is all um, completely anonymous um, so we're not going to read out these people and they are aware that we're reading these out okay. um, would you like to read one okay yeah yeah sure. um, if you're comfortable with that would you mind reading the top one here okay I'm kind of big I'm not trying to be cocky and Lou hurts my boyfriend what do we try uh, I'm 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 interested by the yeah. fact that lube hurts the boyfriend. Could they have an uh, an allergy? Yeah, lube. I mean, lube in general won't hurt your boyfriend. A certain type of lube will hurt your boyfriend. Yeah. Um, look for something that's paraben free. Okay. You know, if you're using water base, maybe try silicone base. Look for a vegan lube. There's a good brand called Swiss Navy, um, who do a really good vegan lube. Um, I'm trying to think of other options. Don't go using kitchen oil, or especially if you're using. Con- yeah. This is one thing I really would like to say. Don't use baby oil and don't use baby oil gel, especially if you're having protected sex because oil will destroy condoms. The amount of times I've had this conversation with people, do not use oil with condoms. You will destroy it. You're having unprotected sex. Yeah, Vaseline is one that people like to use. Big no-no. Sticky, I don't want a sticky (laughs) bat in. But yeah, just try a different lube. Um, I, I assume he's probably using one, like there's a certain type of lube called liquid silk, which can make people a little bit stingy. Mm -hmm. Try something a bit purer. Try like a, just a simple loop, but yeah, like look out for parabens. Do, uh, do, do do you have any advice for them as well? Because they're saying as well that the he's saying that his size is also potentially part of the issue. Egg practice relaxation. You know, try a butt plug before sex. Try fingers yeah. before sex. I'm not saying put two straight in. Start with one, two, three. Like wear a butt plug for an hour before. Would you recommend those? I know they do. Like, um, I'm interested to see whether you would recommend them. Actually, they yeah. do like butt plug trainer kits which yeah, starts I out small them. and then it grows bigger and bigger and Definitely, bigger but a lot of the bigger toy the bigger ones are 
for you know experts so yeah. maybe just do small and medium like so you when don't we're saying get much. a butt plug a small one not yeah like start i mean your eyes are always bigger than your belly and i do <laughs> think something that looks tiny ain't gonna feel tiny like it doesn't matter how experienced you are like having silicone inside of you feels different sometimes to a dick yeah and a finger absolutely treat yourself like a beginner <laughs> uh okay i'm gonna read the next one my best friend is gay and i'm a guy and recently came out as bisexual my yeah. best friend thinks I can't make my mind up and is trying to make me be fully gay like him. Oh, How do I get through to him that I'm absolutely bisexual? We had a question uh, like this uh, really recently as well. Um, it's unbelievably frustrating. It is. I mean, there's a lot of biphobia. And I mean, I'm not saying your best friend is biphobic, but your best friend, your best friend's being ignorant. I think it's one of those things yeah. that it's so like, biphobia is so common that I think so many people say these kind of things without realizing how problematic. It's damaging. And damaging. If, it, if your sexual is. identity is being like challenged by your best friend, like it's gonna cause you, you know, God knows, you know, if, if you're thinking I can't even turn to my closest person. Yeah. I mean, biphobia isn't just like, as we know, it doesn't come from straight people. It's much more prevalent within the gay scene. Like, oh, he's just hasn't made his mind up yet. He's trying to be interesting. Yeah, you know, he's uh, he's artistic. Now, some people just like both genders. I also think that there could be um, a little bit of insecurity on your friend's behalf here. You yeah. know, the, the fact that your friend is gay and being like, oh, no, you must be you must be gay like me. You can't yeah. be bisexual because it kind of sounds like he wants you to be gay because that makes him feel yeah. like he's got someone who feels the same. Well, I mean, you are. I mean, all of us in the queer community, we're connected, aren't we? Like the, we all have that. You know, I'm, I'm completely different to a trans woman. Yeah. But I feel like that's my sister. Yeah. Like we're absolutely. in it together. Like if, if someone comes for you, I'm going to stand in front of them. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're in it together. Yeah, and just because you're not the same, it doesn't mean that you can't, you know, still talk about your experiences and, yeah. and figure things out together. We're a community for a reason, and I do believe that. And I think that Pride in London this year was amazing. I was, like, I was honoured to ask to open the parade. Oh, wow. And we walked in support of trans people. Yeah. So I held a banner that said G with the T. Amazing. Because of the, you know, the interruption of the parade last year from TERFs. So we held signs that says L with the T, G with the T, and B with the T, and then we had Pride with the T. And I walked with G and it was just the most emotional experience that you're walking and I had to wear sunglasses for the whole parade because you're seeing these young trans kids and you see them with their trans um, flag tied around the shot and no one knew we were doing it. So they were shocked and you see their faces light up and a few of them started crying. So I'm on the end, like I'm emotional wreck half time anyway. So I'm crying my eyes out, trying to hold this flag, like stumbling down like Whitehall, but it was amazing. And I think, yeah, I just think we're a community and just be, um, we're all going to trip over our words sometimes. We're all going to say ignorant shit. We're all guilty. I do it all the time. Yeah, yeah And I'm absolutely. very educated. But, you know, if your best, just rather than say, oh, your best, fr- your best friend's an asshole, just say, you know what? I don't like you saying that to me. You're writing off my identity. This is who I am. And it, it goes back to what you were saying. And I know this isn't, you know, necessarily a conversation around sex. It's more about friendship and relationships. But yeah. again, it's all, it's all about communication. communication. Like, you can't write off my identity. And I, I'm not a big fan of people having to explain themselves. I've always been like that. Yeah. That's why I feel sometimes a little bit disconnected from our current social media generation of like, this is who I am. Blah, blah. I'm like, that's great. But who cares? You don't have don't to do that. Don't prove yourself to anyone. Like, just get on with your life. You will meet people like you. You'll meet people who don't like you. You know, you might be 18, you might be 38, but, you know, you're going to find someone who understands you eventually. Social media is great for that, but social media is also toxic. So it's finding that right balance. And I think a lot of it comes down to just being open and honest, but not not having to explain yourself to everyone who, because shouting at an ignorant person isn't going to change. No. You know, 
put yeah. that energy into something else put that energy into supporting someone like you who's younger like you who's older like you who hasn't had the the, the experiences that you've had absolutely that's what i do anyway that's really lovely advice Thank you. I like that. Um, Tofa, that actually brings us right up to the end of the show. Okay. Um, so remind us again where everyone should be following you. Um, if you want to, I post a lot of pictures of my ass. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you like that. Where um, can we find those pictures, Tofa? <laughs> my Twitter is hello, I am Tofa because someone stole my name. That and I've been trying to get it back. They haven't tweeted since 2013. Jesus Christ. Um, my Twitter, my Instagram story is Tofa Taylor. Uh, my website is tofutaylor.co.uk and I'm on Facebook too. Amazing. Yes. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you here. This has been one of the, uh, this has been some of the most fun we've ever had in the yeah, studio yeah, with yeah. the Play-Doh, Play-Doh and everything else. Um, and obviously your Turning lovely tits self. into butt plugs. Um, Loved it. Everyone should absolutely go and follow you. I think you're an absolute superstar. I mean, everything you're doing is amazing. Thank so you so much. You should be very Cheers. proud. Uh, I'm going to play you out with a little bit of Todrick Cole. Oh, this I love him. He's cute. Okay. You've been listening to a FUBAR Radio podcast. For more information, go to FUBARradio.com.